The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Hey guys, Ralph Marlboro here. We need your support to keep Saints Happy Hour going this offseason. Please support the show by becoming a patron so we can continue to cover the Saints in the ridiculous fashion you've come to expect. If you support the show, you get access to the podcast ad-free. No ads ever. Plus, you get our world-famous booze bundle, four swag items, amazing. And you get access to our private Discord channel where you can talk Saints 24-7. So please support Saints Happy Hour so we can keep this amazing community growing. Support the show at SaintsHappyHour.com today. This is Sean Payton, head coach of the New Orleans Saints. What's with this Saints Happy Cast? This has to be the worst Saints podcast in the world. Ralph can't say anyone's name right. Andrew doesn't know football. Everyone has a hard time listening to Dave. And is Kevin even there tonight? The audio with this podcast, my God, the audio, it's its painful. All right, everybody, welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Saints Happy Hour podcast. If you are listening for free, sign up. We are going gangbusters for the draft. You are going to want us all the rest of the offseason into 2021. We are the best Saints podcast in the world. We are currently number one in Malta. We're the best. Uh, Andrew, today's podcast, you know, I want to talk about something that I think we don't we don't think enough about is that we, we talk about can the Saints trade up? They need to trade up from 28 to, to get a corner. You know, we saw the rumors. Hey, they want, they like Caleb Farley. They think they need to move ahead to Tennessee to get him. And we focus on, can the Saints trade up? What should they pay? Is it a good idea? I don't think we pay enough attention to how other t- other trades will affect what the Saints are able to do. You know, like to me, I look at this draft and I see a a couple points in the top 10 where depending on if a team trades up, they trade down, it could really affect what happens to the Saints. And I'm going to start with the team we hate the most, Atlanta, number four. If they stay at number four, they're probably taking a quarterback or taking a tight end, and that's good for the Saints. But if they trade down with New England, right, to like 15 or so, then other options become a obvious for them, right? Another corner, the linebacker, Koromoa. So what is a team in the top 10 that you're looking at to start in the draft that you're like, I'm really focused on what they're going to do because that can have like a butterfly effect and affect how this goes for the Saints? It's just so hard, man. I don't know. You know, it's just so tough in the sense that you're picking 28. You have some assets, but how many of them do you really want to burn I think the Saints go try to go get their guy because that's how they're wired. I mean, it's it's just it's stupid to expect anything different, right? Well, no, so, I, I understand that, but like as we're watching the draft, like, yeah. What? No, but what you're sort- you're asking like what 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 uh, happens that makes us feel like oh shit? 
right? Yeah, like what what happens where like, and I always bring it back to 2017 because it was just, it's just one of my favorite things. You were just like hyperventilating as Lattimore was falling, and you're like, I can't believe this is happening, Ralph. I can't believe this is happening. They need to go get him, and then he fell to them, and you're like, yes. Um, and I know it's a it's a it's a totally different thing. It's a totally different thing to fall to 28, but I just look at teams like Atlanta, New England. These teams that are that these teams that could move up, and it could affect what the Saint what this what's possible with the Saints. I just worry that the Saints aren't the only team locked in at corner, and I think all these teams they all look at these corners the same, Andrew. They're like, there's four of them. We gotta get one, and I think that that I worry that Dallas might take a corner. I even worry that like well, Dallas New England- is taking certain. I mean, Dallas is taking a corner. You better take that shit to the bank. <laughs> um, is it is a quarterback? Does it does it help the Saints or hurt the Saints? You think if like Mac Jones starts to plummet, like um, does it does it does it make it more likely that a team in the twenties like moves up to get the quarterback, right? So what are you, what are you kind of rooting? Well, no, rooting I mean, I, I I I don't think he's gonna fall. Like, I I think he's gonna go three. But like, I, let's say I don't I don't think there's a problem. I I think it's good if the cornerback quarterbacks go early. Like if Lance and Justin Fields, like if they're all gone by the first ten picks, uh. I mean, I don't see how that's a bad thing. And then I, I just think after that, so, okay, I look at the draft and there's all these guys that I'm like, I really hope this guy gets picked. It's a weird thing to say, but it's like, I don't want him for the Saints. Therefore, I want someone else to take him. So the guys I like, I mean, I'm sure we all do this when we're, we're looking at our mock, mock drafts. And so it's just a question of like, who are those, who are those guys? So, I don't really feel like there's a realistic shot of taking quarterbacks. Like I, as much as I love Uwosu Cormo and I, I've talked at length on this podcast about like how I love him, like he's really light for a linebacker. And so it may be that teams, uh, it, may, it may be that the saints don't have him on their board, you know, or at least not this high. And so maybe we do want him taken like, but, but I, I, a more extreme example is Aziz Ojolari. Pass rusher, Georgia, clearly doesn't fit the Saints scheme. Clearly a 3-4 outside linebacker. Please, please, please take him before 28. Please take him in the top 15. Like, that's how I feel about that. And, like, the tackles. I know Sewell and Slater are going to be gone, but please take Christian Derrishaw and please take, uh, you know, Vera Tucker, Elijah Vera Tucker, as early as possible. We don't need a safety. Please take Trayvon Morig as early as possible. So like, those are all guys like those are the names. When I look at this draft, like, okay, those guys get taken. Maybe JC Horn goes down a couple spots. Maybe Quiddy pay is still there. Uh, Caleb Farley, Greg Newsom. Maybe those guys continue to fall uh, because some of these guys, Rashad Bateman. I'm kind of unsure about him. Christian Barmore, Zaven Collins. Those three are kind of guys that I love or hate depending on the day. And so, I, I I mean, I wouldn't be heartbroken if we took any of those three, but I also wouldn't be heartbroken if they were taken to where some of these other guys I like more were pushed down. So, uh, you know, look, Travis Etienne, you know, or one of these running backs, Najee Harris, like if they go in the top 15, knock yourself out, push the talent down the board. I love it. So, 
that's kind of where you look at that. And I think if you see a run at corners, then you see a run at pass rushers and like it gets to the saints at 28 and your options are like Bateman, a bunch of like pass rushers. You're not sure about. And, and a couple offensive linemen that I, I've had that happen to me in a couple of mocks and it's just like, Oh shit, this sucks. So uh, that that's the worst case scenario. And I think that's what you want to avoid. To me, the best case scenario for the Saints is they get to it gets to pick 15 and there's two corners because it. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my! Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. (laughs) I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. The longer it goes where there's not one corner left, the more likely it is that one of them keeps falling, 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 and teams don't. Other teams aren't necessarily, maybe as trigger happy. Um, I'm gonna tell do you. you though, think I, it's, do you think it's possible that Caleb Farley is not the fourth corner taken due to medical? I mean, here's the thing. I mean, and, and we like were talking some, about would this. Would someone surprise us and go Asante Samuel or Eric Stokes or hundred percent? Someone just say, yeah, I think so too. A hundred percent, because because I, I guarantee I guarantee you, there is a team between one and twenty eight that needs a corner that they have bumped fairly off. The, they're either off their board or they're like we're not taking him in the first round. And, and that's why I think Newsom's a pipe dream because I think he's going to go much earlier than we think. Oh, I, I think I think team I, I, I think there's a, I think there's a chance where. We have the corners. We know the top four or the top three, right? I think there's yeah. a 25, 30% chance we have it all wrong about – we know they're going to go high, but I think there's a chance we have it all wrong about who goes where. Like, like if you told me a I mean, team you just look loved- at a guy like Tyson Campbell. Like, I've seen him go in mocks 28 to the Saints, and I've seen him still available at 98 when the Saints pick in the third round. So like that's a guy like clear example. People have no freaking clue where that guy's going to go. And I think Farley has a lot to do with it because his medical evals are all over the place. And 
you know, it, 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 it's really like if you look at Farley, like the news today has been crazy because I've heard everything from the Saints are locked in on him. They are, they're going to trade up to get him to he's definitely falling out of the first round to his medical is really concerning to you got Drew Rosenhouse saying, I've already talked to numerous teams. I guarantee he's going in the top 20. Now, Rosenhouse is full of shit, but the, the game is already happening here. You know, the, the posturing, the the leaks, the smoke screens, and it's like, I don't know what to believe. Like, Farley could go in the top 15, or he could go in the third round. I just don't know. Yeah, I, but I, I'm telling you, I, teams, teams – and, and you can just pinpoint them like the Raiders. The Raiders do dumb shit because they're bad and Gruden is terrible at a value. Like Gruden is a guy, he's a good coach, but he should not be in charge of personnel. Like he's not good at it. And he's got Mayock and they do weird, crazy shit. The Giants are another team. They do weird, crazy stuff where there's going to be there, – there's there's – there's always going to be two guys that go in the top 20 where you're like, what? Um, and yep. the key for it is for the Saints is you want it, like you said, you want it to be offensive tackles. You want it to even wide receivers. Like if, 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 if team, if a team like Elijah Moore and those short wide receivers, if teams get itchy trigger finger, that's fine too. Your outdoor experiences could be better, clearly better. Canon's sunglasses are made exclusively with polarized lenses for optimal clarity. Using Japanese optics, Canon's lenses are clearer, lighter, and stronger than other lenses and are nearly impossible to scratch. With frames handcrafted in Italy, Canon's sunglasses elevate your experiences outside with a degree of clarity beyond your wildest imagination. Use the exclusive code KANONCAST15 at KANON.com to receive 15% off your first pair. That's K A E N O N C A S T 15. KANON. Clearly better. Hi, this is Ralph Marlboro from the Saints Happy Hour Podcast. It's that time of year again. All eyes are on pro basketball and the start of the Major League Baseball season. Bet Online has all the betting action. In the NBA, the conference races are heating up as teams prepare to make their run for the playoffs. And if baseball is your first love, Bet Online has you covered. If you love hockey, golf, MMA, and championship boxing, Bet Online has it all. Every sport, Every game, every matchup. Bet Online has you covered for all the odds and real time updates and is the place for all your sports betting needs. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to place and check in on all your favorite sports bets all the time. Head over to the website or use your mobile device and bring home the game with Bet Online. Let's talk about the news for, for Caleb Far- Fairly, uh, Andrew. Farley. Uh, it's to me. If they pick him at 28, it's fine. Trading up for him, like his no. medical history is so bad. Like, no. yeah, blew I, out a knee. When you, when, when you trade up, you're basically saying, I want this guy so bad. I'm w- willing to give up two, if not three players to go get him. And I, I just think like unequivocally when you do that, the guy better be awesome. You know, otherwise you got a situation like Davenport where everyone hates him and he, you know, it's, it's disastrous. Mm-hmm. So, 
you know, or Sullivan, you know, Jonathan Sullivan was another one. So like, <laughs> I, I just like, Jonathan I, Sullivan. yeah, I, I, I would not under any circumstance trade up for Farley. No freaking way at 28. To me, it's worth the risk. Cause you look, it's like, it's like Ramchick. Now look, Ramchick had a hip different situation, probably less concerning than the back, especially when he had a failed surgery, had a second one. And now he's got tingling in his toes from the second one and he's still recovering like that. That's alarming to me. And so I still tend, and I don't know what's going to be there at 28, but if you're sitting there at 28 and your bubble is a couple tackles, you know, Zayvon Collins and this guy who's a top 10 talent at corner, like take Farley and, and, you know, maybe take another corner in the third round to give yourself a little buffer if he's not ready or if, if he's if he has health issues. But, like, take the talent because there's such a disparity at that point between getting a player who's fundamentally flawed versus, like, getting a guy that if he can just be healthy, you know he's going to be a star, right? Like, go ahead and t- sw- take that. You take that risk at 28, just like the Saints took that risk at 32 with Ramchek, and look how it's paid off for them. Yeah. Like you, and you swing for the fences, take the risk. But I'm, but you just, I, categorically, you cannot trade up for a guy with that medical. You know, and it was a thing I remember. It was a, I think it was a conversation I was having with Nick Underhill about how teams view it. And, and you know, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes fans were like, "Well, look, if we could get," you know, that was back when the Saints they just needed a con- like 20. 15, 16, or 17, where they needed just a competent defensive end. And I was like, man, just get me a defensive end that can be like seven to 10 sacks, and I'll take, I'll take the competent, above average guy that fills my hole, and I'm good with it. I'll rather, I'd rather take that than like draft a guy that's like a 25, 30% chance that it's Vaughn Miller. And Nick was like, the NFL team will take the 30% chance of, Vaughn, of getting Vaughn Miller every single time over yep. the really good but never great player. Like NFL teams, they always, always go for the talent. They Here's just, what we that, need to remember, Ralph. Here's what we need to remember. All the success that we've seen since 2006, talking about 16 years of sustained success, where the Saints are trying to win their fifth straight division title. All the success that we've seen was based on going after a quarterback with a shoulder that was so fucked up that he couldn't <laughs> even right. throw a pass, a throwing shoulder, and no team in the league wanted him, and the only team that was poking around decided against it because he failed his medical eval. Nick Saban passed on the dude. So, like, when Sh- when Sean Payton's whole empire has been <laughs> built, built on- taking a swing on a Broken arms quarterback. I mean, it was dislocated, whatever. Like a a, a shoulder wrecked quarterback. Like his whole house is built off that. What medical is going to scare him at this point? No, right. Like so, I'm just saying. Like I I mean, you got to ask your doctors, right? You got to get their. You got to get medical advice. You got to ask them. But if they're like, you know what, green light, or if they're like, you know what, at 28, it's worth the risk, or I think he'll be fine because he's only 21. Like if you get a green light. The Saints are going to take that risk because they already did it with Drew Brees, and look how it turned out. They just it's the Saints. The Saints have an appetite for risk that other teams simply do not. Like they trade up, they do Loomis math, which Loomis math is always high risk because they you're kick, pushing. They kick, they kick onside kicks, and, and, and they kick Super an onside Bowls. kick in the Super Bowl. Yep. Yeah, like. 
Like the Saints just have an appetite for risk that other teams do not. Um, and if I, I mean, if the Saints burned a third round pick for, for Fairley, I would get on board. But I would hate. I, I I mean, I would hate it. Just like if he's, but if he's there, if he's there at twenty eight, and the thing is with him is. He will be to me, Andrew. If he's at twenty, he's there at twenty-eight. There, a hundred percent will take him because the thing is, and I trust you, and I see Underhill and other people, and I think it was a PFF guy. They said if his medical was clean, he'd be the number one corner. And one guy was like, he'd be my number one corner by a good bit. Like his tape is that good. Yep. Yeah, uh, it is. He's he's a stud, pure and simple, and. The way I put it to you, Ralph, is like it's as good as Lattimore. I mean, you remember how yep. pumped I was when the Saints got Lattimore, and you were like, yeah, what about the hamstrings? And by the way, Lattimore was a medical concern with his hamstrings. And you were like, yeah, what about the hamstrings? I'm like, dude, he's so damn good. If he misses five games because of hamstrings, you're going to love him, the 12 that he plays or the 11 that he plays. <laughs> That's right. Because he's going to be that good. And, and, and the thing – the thing is he with Lattimore. The thing is he has no weaknesses. Like he can play zone, he can play man, he runs like a deer, he's big, he's strong, he plays the run, is he's got natural ball skills. Like it's just But his toes him, tingle. Like, his toes is, tingle, not, Andrew. His toes yeah. tingle and it's concerning. Look, if they don't tingle <laughs> I they can even tingle in training camp. I'm even cool with that. If they're not tingling week one, we're good. <sighs> I'm just saying. <laughs> and, 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 and there's also the old, uh, he was a high school quarterback. Oh. You know, I feel like that's always like the the trump card. Yeah, but this guy was a high school quarterback. Twinkle, twinkle that, toes fairly. It scares me. Scares me. Yeah, but he was a high school quarterback. Yeah. Which means... Which, feel, all anytime that mean, you say that, you feel like, oh, yeah, that raises his IQ like 50 points. Oh, yeah. Well, it doesn't raise his IQ to me. It just tells me that like high school like passing offense and complicated offense is really hard to do. So what high school teams do is they're like, oh, you're the best athlete within 50 miles of here? We're putting you at quarterback and you just run around and do shit and score. Like, right. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, guys, this has been our podcast for today. We're doing a lot. We're doing a uh, locker room chat t- on Wednesday tonight. Uh, we'll be doing that. Join us. We'll be talking more draft. Join us for the live stream. Thomas has big, huge plans that you better not fuck up, Ralph. We have huge plans for the live stream. We're going to be taking calls from people. It's going to be amazing. Oh, oh you're definitely uh, fucking that up. What? Oh, no, no, no. I'm not in charge of that. Thomas is Thomas is completely in charge of, of, of people. Uh, <laughs> of people uh, joining us uh, uh, live on air through the Discord channel. Uh, So for Andrew, I'm Ralph. Thanks for joining us. We will see you tonight on Locker Room.